Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily Limon Messias Hashem. We have to do number 102 in our Limon as we continue through the chapter all about the elements of Hasidus, chapter 19. Um, if I seem excited, it's because I am truly excited. We're getting into a topic that is very near and dear to me. Um, Avas Hashem. We began yesterday discussing Avas Hashem. Love of Hashem. It's different branches, examples of people that lived up to such a love, you know, David Malach in particular. And today the Ramchal is going to explain to us what genuine love looks like. Uh, and also some aids to us on how one can engender this genuine love that could withstand any any challenge. And we'll we'll discuss the first of those svaras, of those ideas that we can think about in order to keep that love alive. Uh, today and then tomorrow we're going to go into uh, the other Eitzah from the Remchal. Vaitem Yisrael Sharm, Zok Tehilah Remchal. Vinei, Zos Badlish Shabbat, Zos Tzorech Shalotia Avat Liba Davar. It's important that this love of Hashem is not contingent and depend depending on any factor, any individual thing. Dainu Sheyoav Asabori Yisbarach Al Shemiti Ve'Love. I referenced this yesterday, and specifically when it comes to David Amalach. I spoke about how David Melech was going through, like, you know, he was being chased by Shaul. He was, he was, you know, in the bunkers. And that's when he wrote a lot of these to him. We see the, the, this depiction of David Melech. I used to hear this from my Rebbe, Rebbe so many times. Him on, on, a, on a hillside with a harp and there's, a, there's a, a doe next to him and there's a little babbling brook next to him. It's possible that there were moments in his life that, that tangibly looked like that. But that's the life he lived in here while in his actual life there was tons of turmoil. Yet he was still a massive ohave. So comes Ramchal and says... Our 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 should not be totally bedover that oh when things are going great when Hashem is blessing us and giving us you know health and happiness and wealth and all this stuff umashiru masliachoso and Hashem making, making us wealthy and gives us a lot of success that's when we're loving Hashem ella ba'avas I mean love it rather it should not be that way it's totally bedover it should be like a love between a father and son that a son has for his father she ava tivis mamish the natural inborn love she tivu machricho vechofehu that our nature pushes us, compels us to have this love. Also, like I mentioned yesterday, that Hashem commands us to love him. And there's some, no- some notes on the bottom here, which uh, which we'll get to. Is he not your father, your master? So our article on the bottom over here references, similar to what I was discussing yesterday, that the fact that, that in Devarim it says, is, not, is Hashem not your father, your master? It's not just a... You know, an allegory, like it's a mushal. Oh, just similar to a father. No, no, no. Is he not your father, your master? Remchal is telling us, Hashem created us with this ability, this potential to literally and natu- naturally love Hashem like a son loves their father. And he quotes the, the Balatanya, the Vishnir Zaman of the Yadi, who discusses the idea that I was saying yesterday, how really this love is truly inborn. It is naturally part of every edition of Shama. And it's up to us to bring it out. It's not a, such a tall order that we have to create such a unbelievable natural love. It almost seems like unfair to ask someone to create something that's natural. It seems like a stira in itself. It's a contradiction. No, that's why it's not a contradiction because it's inborn with us, within us and Hashem just wants us to bring it out. Beautiful. How do we know? How do we test ourselves to see is our love between us and Hashem love that is dependent on something? Question is, what happens when things are bad? When things are difficult in life, when we have stresses in life, things don't go our way. Do we still love Hashem then? That's the question. It says, we say in Shema three times a day, you shall love Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul, even four times for some people. 
if you say Karbonos and Krishma Almeta and by Shachris and by Marav, it's four. Love Hashem with all your heart and all your soul. Also, says, right? What does this mean? Gemara tells us, I feel notolus nafshecha. So some, some, some way, and I've always heard of it, of it as like, even if it means like to die out Kiddush Hashem, right? We know the famous, famous um, story about Rabbi Akiva at the end of his life when he was being killed, burned alive with the Sefer Torah wrapped around him. Um, and I believe it was him who said this idea, like in all my life I was waiting, when can I really truly live the words of Yavta Hashem nafshecha? Now I can finally die out Kiddush Hashem, right? So that's, that's how uh, typically I've understood the Rav Chal is saying, not necessarily just that, just even if Hashem gives you such tsaras health-wise, life-threatening illness, even there, we should love Hashem. With all that. What is that referring to the Gemara tells us? With all your money. Again, I have always thought of that as we should devote, we should be willing to sacrifice any of our wealth in order to serve Hashem. Right? Investing in Yishkai, paying Yeshiva tuition, paying for kosher food. You know, giving tzedakah, all, the, all these things. And the Ramchal is saying that, but also he's saying, even with all your money, I mean, even if Hashem causes you to lose all your wealth in that makom of tsar, that, that time of challenge and difficulty and pain, even there you're supposed to love, to love Hashem too. So all this, all this is the case. When things are not going your way, do you still love Hashem? We're obligated and we, are, we have an inborn nature to still love Hashem in those situations. If we find it that we're not, so that means we have to work on that and bring out that love. And that's the, the beginning, that's the test to see if our love is to leave with over, is dependent on something else versus not. So how do we keep this? How do we, how do we engender, how do we develop this love in a way that's, that's sustainable and that can stay with us even in, in difficult times? Um, no. says, how? How do we make sure that when we have troubling and, and, and stressful times, we still can control our, our, ourselves, we can still... I want to control ourselves. We can still have the love of Hashem and those challenges don't become a barrier between us and Hashem. There's two eights, two responses, two things that we can think in our mind and meditate on that can help us keep that love even in difficult times. One of them is equally compelling for everybody. This could work for anyone. And the second one is effective for those people who are much more, you know, deeper in their, in their wisdom and their chachmah in their in their knowledge of Hashem and in their in, you know advanced in their what is Hashem, there's uh, there's something else a, a thought a a response uh, a, a meditation that that even those people can have. So today we're going to wrap things up with the first one that's Shavuot Cholnevesh. The first one is Gemara Bracha says everything Hashem does for us is for the good. It's ultimately for our good. Anything that is decreed from Hashem, which is everything. Is for our good. This is the truth. Which means, therefore, that any difficulty, any pain, any loss, challenge in life that we have, it may appear to us as bad, but in, in truth, in the truest sense, it's only a, the, the, the good for us. And not even the good, the truest, most deepest good for us. I, I give this mashal all the time to people. The mashal, like a surgeon who's cutting off a limb of someone, that's, that's, that's sick. Like the, 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 that limb is sick. If he doesn't cut off the limb, it can spread to the rest of the person's body. It can have major negative impacts on the person's overall health and they can bring them to death. Even though you walk into this room, you see someone strapped to a table and there's someone sewing off their leg. Sorry for being so graphic. Even though look, look, walking in, it looks like, oh, that's so cruel. How can you do such a thing? Have some rachmanas on this guy. 
Now, in truth, it is Rahmanis. This is the most compassion you can have for someone. That really ultimately is their greatest benefit. And the Chola isn't getting angry and, and resentful towards this doctor saying, how can you do this terrible, painful, cruel thing to me? Yosef Lavo, so he's going to love him even more. He's saving his life. When someone thinks and internalizes this idea that everything that Hashem does for us, every single little thing that Hashem does for us is for our good, whether it's related to our physical health, our body, whether it comes to our, our wealth, our money, he doesn't say it here, but even when it comes to our spiritual matters, our, our ability to shtai, our ability to connect and tefillah and learning, we'll see if he, if he gets to that eventually here, but not just in physical terms, but in spiritual terms too. Everything we have is from Hashem. We recognize that everything is from Hashem and it's all for the good in all these categories, no matter what we're talking about. So even though, if you think about it, you're, you're like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I, you keep knocking me down in this way. You keep saying no when I'm asking for this thing. I, it doesn't make sense to me that's from a benefit. I, I, it's hard for me to believe it. Even though this may be on the surface what we see, surely, surely it's for our benefit. If someone realizes this, internalizes this message, then his ava for Hashem, his love for Hashem is never weakened. In a moment of tsar, rather on the contrary, it'll intensify and get more and more over time. The more we contemplate this, the more we meditate on this idea. You realize that everything, number one, everything is from Hashem. That's a, that's a fundamental precept, idea in Yiddishkeit, which was addressed, I think, earlier on in, in the Ramchal, and there are many from the card that idea, obviously, everything's from Hashem, there's nothing but Hashem, Hashem is in absolute control, he was, is, and always will be, he's the master of the universe, nothing happens without his absolute shlita over it, yes, we do have the Chira, that's part of it, it's paradox, not to be addressed now, and, and that's one of those paradoxes that if you take it all the way down, it's just an unanswerable question, because Hashem is above us, he's the infinite one, his Chachma is infinite, a finite mind can only understand, to a certain degree, what that infinite will and uh, the way of operating is, but 100% we believe that the Rodesham runs the show and he and everything is from him and therefore everything is good. Everything that Hamas does is for the good. I doesn't look that way. I sometimes Hashem says no. Maybe often Hashem says no to certain things. People have, there's real tsars in the world. There's real tsars in the world. On the surface, it may look like things are not going well for a person, for a community, for people, for a generation, but everything's from Hashem. Everything is for the good. Everything is for the good. That's the first thing that everyone can think of and contemplate and internalize. And again, he makes it clear. It's not just something that like, okay, you read this line and I'm still sharp. Okay, now I'm good. Now every next time I stub my toe, oh, thank Hashem, everything's good. No, there's something that we need a chazer over. Chazer over. And still internalize mamish until it's, it's coming out of our ears that everything's for Hashem. From Hashem and everything from Hashem is for the good. Givaldik. So, Levi. To, to live with this idea constantly. Constantly live with this idea. Um, I... I talk to people about this all the time, this idea. It's a mindset, and it mamish changes your life. If you recognize everything that happens to you is from Hashem and it's for the best, that means even in challenging, stressful situations, it could be painful, and sometimes we can even get angry for a moment. We have questions, but at the end of the day, we recognize all from Hashem, and it's all for our best, then our love for Hashem will be unwavering. It'll only continue to grow and grow because we'll recognize that even the things that look bad and painful are really ultimately for our good, so we thank Hashem for those things as well. I wish we were to thank Hashem for everything. And to recognize it's all good. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516 600 8080.